very interested in the environment. I mean, after all, that um, people of my sort of age have less time on this planet than they do. Um, and I think they are very interested, maybe not to the level where they study a certain thing. Um, but we do have a very active um, education team who go into schools. Mm-hmm. And the enthusiasm of the children in the schools is absolutely brilliant. And I suspect it's them that's badgering their parents to put in a pond to plant the right plants for bees and all this sort of thing. So, really, we, the likes of the Societe, the National Trust and government have a responsibility to, to encourage that. We've now gone into a partnership with the um, Committee for Education, which guarantees a day um, in an outdoor classroom um, once a week for um, for all the kids in the schools, which is brilliant. And, and I know from feedback um, from Becky and Sarah, who run it, the children love it. Yeah. You know, the teachers enjoy it as well. They get to learn lots of things as well. Um, so hopefully we're sort of creating a, a new generation of naturalists and people who will care for the environment. So as president, you've got two years. What are your aims, things that you would like to achieve? Um, I'd like to think that we soon we will get habitat and species legislation. We we are so far behind the rest of the Western world. It, it's pitiful. Is that in terms of protecting our habitats and our natural environments? Um, yeah, we. I mean, if it wasn't for um, Society, for instance, the National Trust with their nature reserves, I suspect we would have lost. A lot of our really good habitats, our marshland habitats, um, things like that. But, I mean, even the rarest species we have, there is no legal requirement to, um, to look after them. So you, can, you might have the rarest bird breeding on your property. You mustn't disturb its nest, but you can chop down it and get rid of its nest site before the next breeding season. So that, that's not protection. Um, we really need to have a list of the species that we're looking to look after and the sort of habitats we want to uh, want to preserve as well. So today at Bordeaux, um, some of your team are out there somewhere, somewhere <laughs> um, yeah. surveying eel grass and yeah. tomorrow you're at salary at looking into rock pools. That's um, right. It's, it's all about recording. Um, we have so many sections. We have um, entomology, ornithology, we have a geology section. We also do the sciences like astronomy and um, family history. But everything we, we record, we try and get onto the biological record system. Okay, what moth people have done, for instance, we know how many records there are of certain species. Um, so it's all about, obviously we enjoy doing it, it's all about recording, um, finding the best habitats. We do bio-blitzes. Try and get the schools involved What's in. Bio you will come to a place like Bordeaux and you find as many species as you can. Okay. I mean, some of these shingle beaches, um, they've got some of the rarest British um, millipedes, centipedes, um, things from the woodlice family. Um, they're scaly crickets, one of the scarce, the rarest crickets in the world. Yeah. And Guernsey have got a good population of them, but we don't have any protection to, to look after them. Okay, I mean, sound very knowledgeable about all these various things but I was told that you're a moth expert what 
draws you then to moths? If I wouldn't call myself an expert. No, I know, I know a lot about moths, okay. and I'm a big fish in a small pond. Right. But um, why moths? What is it um, that interests you? Well, I started off with birds, and um, then you start, you know, you see, oh, I've not seen that before, I've not seen that before. I mean, there is over 1,300 species on the Guernsey list, so they cover a whole range yeah. of species. So that takes us back then to the Ivy Castle. You said when you were younger, that was one of your countries. And it, it's been described as one of the most botanically rich areas in the Channel Islands. Um, and at one point, it was news as the tip 40, 50 years ago. <laughs> perhaps a bit longer than that, actually. Um, but it, it's really wet at the moment, which is great. You know, the more rain that comes down, the better. <laughs> you know, just just keep it wet. Um, but we, we, we have an incredible... Um, range of um, rare plants in Guernsey as well. Yeah. Um, there's one called the fringed rupture wort, okay. which occurs on Lang Cress. And just recently, one of our um, entomologists found some little um, cases on, on the plants, and we're pretty sure it's a new species for Europe, right. um, a new coleophorid moth. Um, so all these rare plants, not only do they they matter because of what they are, mm-hmm. but they also matter because there's things that will feed on them that will not feed on anything else. Yeah. So you lose a plant, you lose an insect, maybe two insects. I always get the impression people think to see wildlife they need to go to Africa. You know, see the big five, the rhinos and the lions. There is so much here, but it's not the same size, but there is so much here that is absolutely fascinating. And we, not only do we need to look after it, but we need to get down on our hands and knees and look for it, quite honestly. You know, I mean, it's just, why would you want to be stuck inside when you could be outside?